Hi, I'm Allie Jackson Jolly. I am here with Dr. Marcus Collins, who is a clinical associate professor of marketing, as well as the author of For the Culture, um, The Power Behind What We Buy, What We Do, and Who We Want to Be. Welcome, Marcus. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, it's going well. I wanted to talk to you again about um, the um, elevated um, intentionality that students are showing about um, choosing colleges mm -hmm. that will pay them back, mm -hmm. right? So um, I last time we were together, I referenced a piece of uh, reporting that we did in which we found that half of college seniors have said they will not pay more than 40k a year, uh, 40k um, a year because of their fear of mounting debt and mm -hmm. that if they pay more than that they won't get any social mobility yeah so um, one of the things that you mentioned to me that you think that students should be thinking about and frankly universities as well is that um, the purpose of college like if you if you understand what the purpose is maybe it helps you make that decision a little easier mm -hmm. so i'm gonna um throw that out to you what do you think the purpose of college is well i i think that college thinks that the purpose of college is about the acquisition dissemination of knowledge you, know, you have some of the brightest minds in the world who have dedicated their lives to excavating information so we can pull out truths about the world, uh, whether it's the physical sciences, the social sciences, and, and everything in between. And they have dedicated their lives to this unbelievably rich research. And they take their research, their learnings, and findings to help better society. And they take those same learnings to help disseminate it in classrooms as well, right? So it's the written uh, text, i.e. papers, and through lectures, uh, uh, in in in, in uh, classrooms, so that people get smarter. So that's what the institution is meant to do: acquire and disseminate knowledge. However, I don't think that that's what the consumers, in this case, high school students, uh, or, or even those who go back for graduate degrees. I don't think that that's what they're looking for. I think that for long, the university college experience was uh, a social a social a symbol of good membership in society, right? This is a status symbol in many ways, but also means that, oh, you are acculturated to what it means to be sort of on the rise, right? Institutionalized cultural capital. But I think that for today's consumers, it's like, well, yeah, that's fine, but really what I want, what I'm really after is more money, a better, better, better life, an escape from my situation, right? Whether it be socioeconomic or, or 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 something maybe more heinous than that. But the notion that this is going to better my life. And if I get smarter along the way, sure, fine, great, right, I'll take that, right? But I think what the the what the, what they're really looking for is a better life. And when you look at those two things side by side, you got the institution that says we're selling institutional, uh, I mean, we're selling uh, uh, institutionalized cultural capital through dissemination and acquisition of knowledge, where the, the consumer is saying, the knowledge stuff, I'll take it, yeah, but what I really want is this thing. And the notion is that these two things seem, are seemingly out of sync. The more and more the cost of the institution goes up. The more and more the cost of the institution goes up, the nice to have, the knowledge part goes, oh man, I can get knowledge elsewhere. Yeah, and so you make me think about 
um, elasticity of pricing, yeah. right? When something gets more expensive, all of a sudden the consumer says maybe not. And that's when sometimes consumers start thinking about um, substitutes, yeah. right? So I wonder um, if colleges are thinking about their primary role as acquisition and dissemination of knowledge. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about what those other substitutions sure. um, may be that could have students thinking, hey, maybe I I don't need that so much from you anymore. Yeah, I mean, this is how we get to disruption in business, right? Competition, they are substitutable options, right? Instead of this, I can do that, right? So if it's just about getting smarter, I can read. If it's just about learning new ideas, I can watch TED Talks ad nauseum. I mean, if we're being just very, very honest, I think that we're trying to get to some level of truth here, some, 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 some sort of foundational truth, is that accounting is accounting. Biology is biology, chemistry is chemistry, and that information is available for you for free on things like Coursera. In fact, institutions like colleges, universities, they make their courses available. I have a course available for free on Coursera about personal branding that has been done through the University of Michigan. Right, so the information is there. The information doesn't cost you anything, um, except for your time, right? But there's no financial transaction. So the idea is that, like, if it's just about information, and there are other many less costly ways to do that, then the argument then is also, why do I go to college? Which is people come up with alternative MBAs, these sort of competing, disruptive, potentially disruptive, uh, substitutable options. Then it's like, well, what is the value of universities and college then? Because if it's just about to get information, I can get somewhere else. And that's what you, the institution, has been telling me, that this is about getting information and knowledge. And maybe it's, well, this is where you kind of come of age and you find yourself. So, well, I could find myself doing less costly things. And when we look at it again in this binary, this binary way, the calculus gets really, really difficult to justify. But I think that college is much more than, you know, uh, dissemination and acquisition of knowledge. And the idea then is that we as institutions have to position ourselves accordingly based on our understanding of how people see the world and what they want out of the world. Yeah, and so um, so what does that repositioning look like? Well, in many ways, it starts with what do we what do we do well? How do we see the world, and who sees the world the way we do, right? And we think about students not just as sort of vessels that we'll dump information into that go out in the world and do things, but say, hey, you know, we as an institution, we believe, for instance, like Ross, we believe that you can do good in the world and have and do good business. We believe that at, at our core. And someone goes, well, I'm interested in that. How do you do that? So it's more than just the information, it's the how, the help me, help me see the world in certain ways that I can navigate through it and use this knowledge and skill set to do it effectively so I can reach the goal that I'm after. But again, it goes back to what are you after? The better we understand that, the better we can find product market fit. Yeah, and so from the university standpoint, they can provide a fit by understanding their um, niche or what they what their value is sure. and and leaning into that and also communicating that. But from a student's perspective or a prospective student's perspective, what should how should they be thinking about that? Like what um, pieces of knowledge should they be looking for about the university to make sure they're also um, finding a university 
that is going to give them the, um, what they want out of it. Yeah, so I think it's twofold. I think one, it requires some inventory, some reflection, but like what am I, what do I want out of life? And maybe that's a hard undertaking when you're 18 years old, maybe, you know, not to trivialize um, who they are at that moment, but we can take some inventory about what do I really want? What are the things that kind of gets me the most excited? And then ask yourself, who are the people that I want to navigate that experience with? Like again, uh, accounting is accounting, finance is finance, right? Those the concepts are not novel. They're not like it's not a secret sauce at one school and not at the other. It's just the manner in which it is curated and 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 uh, disseminated, right? Um, so the idea then for a student, a consumer, is to say, do I want to do this with these people? Because doing it with these people are, are what's going to make those experiences far more meaningful far deeper and the learnings to be much more concrete. There's a there's a, um, a theory by a gentleman named Clay Christensen. He actually invented this notion of, of uh, disruptive business and he called it the jobs to be done. And he says that people don't buy brands and branded products, they hire solutions to get jobs done. Your job to be done, right? And that, it, it comes like a, the gentleman named uh, Theodore Lovett would say, when you buy a drill, you're not in the market for a drill, you're in the market for a hole in the wall. The drill is just the way by which I do that. I think the same thing goes with universities and schools. What's the job to be done? So to find the best solution for your job to be done, you have to first know what's the job. And for the university, the institution, they have to also know what your job to be done is so that they have the best solution for you so we can find fit. Well, what makes up the job to be done? Well, Clay would say that there's three jobs. There's a functional job, an emotional job, and a social job. The functional job is the acquisition dissemination of knowledge. It's the thing that like I get out of this thing, how the thing performs, if you will. Right? Functionally, either I wanna learn, so I'm learning here. Or the tension comes where it's, oh, the functional job, I just wanna, I want a job, I wanna make more money. Now, how is the school doing that? And if the school is not positioned or, or in, a, in a strong stance to help them do that, then it doesn't perform well on the functional side. Then there is the, uh, the emotional side. How do I feel being here? Do I feel like I'm a part of the community? Do I feel like I found my home? Do I feel like I found my people? The more I feel that way, the more this offering gets a job done. And then there is the social side. How do I look to people? When I'm wearing that Michigan Block M, how do I look in other people's eyes? If I look better, if I look cool, if there is great social capital that comes out of that, then I have more value. At least I place more value in it. When the functional job is high, the emotional job is satiated, and the social job is satiated, we'll say that was worth it. And that's the kind of calculus that consumers, students need to do, what's my job to be done? And the universities have to say, what is the job to be done for these people and how do I help them get it? Yeah, okay, so final question. Who do you think, um, of course, University of, uh, of Michigan is one of the big winners. Sure. But who do you think, um, outside of, of University of Michigan, who is gonna be the universities that rise to the top, that understand this? and provide that solution that consumers, college students are looking for. Yep, so I think that there are some inherent winners and then there's great opportunities for people, uh, for other institutions to step their game up, right? And I say that, you know, as if they've already sort of do great things. You know, the, the brands, because we talk about this in commerce language, the brands that are longstanding, that have great meaning, 
right? That that there become shortcuts for all the good things. They're going to continue to win, right? We saw that the the, um, the research that came out where uh, I think it was uh, U.S. News decided to change their their their, their rubric for rankings. That social mobility is a big part of that. Right, and some of those long-standing schools that have always been high on the list stayed high on the list. Harvard stays high on the list, right? The Yales of the world, like a lot of those Ivy Leagues, will always be there because of what they mean. I mean brands are vessels of meaning, and the meaning that we have, the cognitions and affects that we have poured into, impregnated into these vessels of meaning that we call brands, they're very high. So they will, they will continue to win. But I think the other schools that have focused on acquisition dissemination of knowledge only can start to think to themselves how can we help students get their jobs done how can we help them get more jobs to get more money how can we help them be you know a, a greater contributor to society all the things that these particular students are after that's what we're going to base our 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 school on that's our that's the core competence we're going to develop we're going to create this unique thing that we bring to market such that people say i want that so i'm going here because it's going to help me get the thing that i'm really after yeah. Um, I could talk about this with you for hours, but unfortunately we're out of time. Marcus, thank you so much for coming and making us a little bit smarter about the investment of college. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me.